Hey, I'm uh, currently sat in a Waitrose car park in my car, and I wanted to just record this to prefix the episode, just to say that this episode does contain some discussion of some difficult subjects, such as violence and sexual violence. Um, So if you would rather skip this episode to avoid those topics, totally fine with us. We still love you, and you can just pop in next time. But just wanted to give you a heads up in case that's something you want to avoid. Okay, thanks, and we love you. everyone and welcome to the something art club the art club where we get together and talk about something that something is art Uh, (laughs) and this is our club (laughs) this week it was my choice to decide uh something and i chose a film uh called tetsuo the iron man fucking did you ever jesus Um, (laughs) none of us had seen it i stumbled upon it on an Amazon Prime edition <laughs> subscription of Arrow Video. I was bored one evening and I was browsing what I all uh, yeah and watched the first <laughs> five minutes of it and had to stop it because I wanted to do it for this. Um <laughs> so do you wanna sum up the general thing of the film first? Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's quite an enigma of a film. If you honest. can. You know, until this, I thought The Lighthouse was weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, synopsis is... Um, um, I don't metal. like the synopsis. It doesn't make sense to me. It does to no. me. It's, it's, it's not me. how I read it. But, it's not yeah. justice to the film. But yeah. It's a very literal description of the plot. Yeah. In a bad way. Um, In a way, it helped me actually understand what the fuck was going on. (laughs) I'm thankful for it. So, uh, this is a 1987 film um, directed by... (laughs) See, this is preparation. Shinya uh, Tsukamoto. Um, it's a black and white film shot in a square format, much like The Lighthouse. Um, interestingly, the director also acted in the film mm-hmm. as the metal uh, fetishist. Yeah. Is that what he was called in the, the credits? The fetishist? Uh, the credits were in Japanese, so I didn't know. Yeah, I the think... fetishist. Did you guys but have he's... subtitles on? Yeah. Yeah. I okay, think that the, um, he was called the fetishist in British subtitles, but I think that in Japanese they just called him the guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's just the guy at the beginning who puts the rod in his leg. Interesting fact. He, pl- he voiced Vamp in Metal Gear Solid 4 for the Japanese uh, voiceover. Ooh, sick. Cool little tidbit. Anyway, yeah. back to the film. I think it's all about the impact of industrialization on the world. That's what I've thought. Yeah, yeah, I've put. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I've written. Yeah. Okay, so should we go through what, what 
was happening first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I read you my notes? Because, holy shit. When I read it back, <laughs> I watched it last night, and when I read it back this morning, um, it was quite something. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, right. Machinery water, cardboard cutout, car weird music, Rammstein dance, mushy mush, tree porn tape, Junji Ito, scratching arm. That bit was grim. Oh my god. Um, yeah, yeah. Anal sex, feeding her teeth scrapes, gun chew, dick saw, taste my sewage pipe, metal <laughs> yeah. sits in puddle, character in bath. That was a good moment. Uh, mm-hmm. He became car driver. Mother Nature tries to kill Mel. Did you catch that? Hmm. She had flowers in the bathtub. It was yes. like Mother Nature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before Mother Nature, anal sex, man equals global warming, kill humanity. Uh, the lady covered in black paint was like corrupted earth from industrialization. Rape scene. Uh, humanity enjoying it until goes too far. Ignorance of the shock and of horror of reality. Uh, black painted figure dressed like athlete. Uh, which comes back to the cardboard cutout of the athlete in the first scene, what he could have been if he didn't get corrupted. Uh, music after fight of them both together, same as when hit by car, uh, black painted character hit by car, turned other guy, then tracks him down. That's the film. That's episode over, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually followed that, though, and understand everything you meant. The, 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 the jogger part, though. Yeah. What did, you, what did you say about the jogger? Like, what he could have been? Yeah, so yeah. in the machine at the beginning, there's a cardboard cut out of like an athlete. Yeah, and there's loads. He got, yeah. the first thing was him putting the metal pipe in his leg and he yeah. couldn't run anymore. So it was like, it's ruined his, he obviously dreamed of being an athlete and mm-hmm. it meant that he couldn't be one anymore. Because he like, had the uniform his, on, didn't he? Yeah. It took, it, it took his future away, much like the industrialization and global warming is taking the future away from our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so, a good point. Should talk about how it was shot first before we get into themes. Yeah. Mm. Too, too heavy. Like the whew, whew, I swear it used like every editing technique that I knew. Like I cool love the shot. stop animation in it. Mm. Yeah. That was the sickest. It was great. I, a lot oh yeah, the um stop motion stuff that they used was fantastic. Mm. I wasn't a huge fan of how, like, especially Japanese horror films of this era do um, slow motion or or speeding things up as well. It like it gets very choppy, I think, and it can be quite hard to follow sometimes. Is that like referring to the the sort of fast scenes moving through the streets? Like, yeah, because it's just it's staggered, isn't it? Yeah. I, like my hands just. I thought that was so just, fucking cool, though. I quite, I yeah. It made it me laugh so though. And stylish. Oh, they definitely made it work. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really understand, comic. like, you know, when there was just random clips of sped up sky and shit. Yeah, and, that felt like it was just filler because it was like a like a low budget kind of film, and they just wanted to make. I don't know, maybe not, but just to flesh out the film a little bit. Mm. I but think. I, Oh, sorry, go on. No, go on. You go. On. Oh, I was just going to say, I I love low budget stuff anyway, 
But <laughs> it, it felt like a razor head by David Lynch. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I haven't seen that. I do need to. You really do. That's also low budget, black and white, um, an expressionistic lighting. Is what I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um for those who haven't seen it, like this film is it's basically about a guy slowly turning into this like robotic monster, like mechanic monster. So there's a couple, there's like three, there's three characters you kind of turn into a weird robot creature throughout the film. Yeah, so, maybe two. four actually. Well, yeah, I guess. But um, it's filled with like body shock horror, body horror. Yeah. yeah. Which is what made me think of uh, Junji Ito. Um, it's very Akira, all of the things as well. This, I have a point of this. As well I haven't as seen Akira. I think Sam and me got the same point. <laughs> <laughs> but I googled Tetsuo. Yeah. And isn't that the character from Akira? From Akira. The... Who also, like, sort of becomes machine at some part of it. Fam- I can't remember it. Famously just bulges up into a big old monster thing. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 6, is it? I haven't played it. I haven't played six. No. Don't bother. No, not six. I meant five. Five? All I remember from five is punching a boulder. <laughs> I ain't got a clue what's going on it. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> I didn't have the subtitles on. Sorry, we're jumping around. It's hard to not jump around with this film. This film jumps around, so I think it's yeah. natural. Yeah. I think we're doing its justice here. Mm. We're I doing it in the theme of the film. I didn't get that. Like, there was perspective shifts that I didn't understand until... Yes. With the TV. TV. So, you know, when you were seeing something through the TV, that was like, it was like a staticky TV, and... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So when the when the woman was on the bench and she's looking down at the weird robot fleshy thing oh, on that the floor, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're seeing from the perspective of the robot fleshy thing her coming in closer, so I was like, who's looking at her? And yeah. I think it is the guy um, at the start. Yeah, he's... it was like the the guy inside the machine in his like little pool of water. Oh, yeah. it's like him inside the little fleshy robot thing. Mm. So the um. The main guy that we follow is a salary man. I mm. think that's that's a very important part of the theming because it's it's from nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine. Oh my bad. Yeah. Um, Hellraiser was eighty seven. Nah. This is eighty nine. Mm. Um, however, it doesn't really matter for it's the, still the same period of Japanese history, really. Um, him being a salaryman is very, very important, I think, because I think that him and the guy who wanted to be an athlete are thematically the same person. So, yeah, nice bit of dramatic yep. pausing yep. there to let that sink in. <laughs> so, okay, stick with me on this. In terms of chronology, the guy putting the rod in his leg, we'll just talk, I'll just refer to it as the guy, the guy put his the rod in his leg. Mm. Um, 
basically he used to work in like a factory you can see from the first shot where it has like that nice shaky cam following the guy mm -hmm. and i think that he starts basically to convert his career into more of a salaryman role and that was a big thing during the 80s because they had the bubble economy in Japan from like 85 until 91, 92 kind of time. What it was this massive bubble economy because you think of you think of Japanese goods and Japanese manufacturing completely exploding in how many people were buying it internationally. You think how many Suzukis, Yamahas, Toyotas, Hondas, um, Pokemon. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Japanese goods were flying off the shelves at that point. Mm -hmm. So people were getting loans and loans and loans. And it it had a... Um, basically, the country was, at that point, being remade. Like, there were huge, like, remaking product, projects all over the country. Like, Tokyo was properly taking shape as, like, a mega city, like it is today. And there were just huge bounce forwards people said um people had the joke of do they oh what was it oh yeah do they celebrate um christmas in japan no they buy it because everyone like yeah there's so much money in japan and this is where like quite a lot of the salary man like archetype came from okay it's like the whole 80s neoliberal thing like burst hit japan in a big way mm. so i think that he was working at this factory he wanted to be an athlete and he realized he needed to have a bit bit more funds because it's quite expensive to train as an athlete so he converted his job slightly to being a salary man and the more of a salary man that he is or like the longer he's been doing it I think the more machine he becomes because mm. the life of a salary man, if you look at the hours that they work, it's ridiculous, really. Yeah. Like, especially actually in modern Japan as well. So many people, not just salary men now, but so many people work like so many hours and like have so few days off and like have maybe an hour of free time in the evening that they are so becoming sad. more like regulated and mechanical. Yeah. So he puts this rod into his leg and I think he kind of realizes with the car crash, the car crash to me kind of symbolized that it was kind of like a point of no return. Like he wouldn't be able to run anymore. Like the, the machine salary life has kind of like ruined him from that. And then um, you have him kind of like the shots with him and his on the phone, right? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> yeah, just saying moshi moshi to each other. Which what is, does that mean? It means it's the phone greeting, like hello uh, on yeah. the phone specifically. Um, but they were just saying that back and forth, back and forth again and again and again. And I think that was kind of showing that the salary life was kind of ruining his relationship. Yeah. Kind of making it almost stall or stutter 
like it can't really start properly like a machine mm-hmm. it's yeah. just Wasn't turning it we like reading a newspaper at that point too yeah 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 i wouldn't be surprised if that was like the financial times or something yeah yeah, yeah that's a good point and then um uh ba, 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 ba. Let me just look down my notes where i have my sudden epi- epiphany <laughs> uh, I noticed that a lot of people in their robotic transformations look like Robert Smith at times. Yes, well, I was going to say the cure definitely. Or Edward, no, Edward hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did think going off your point just quickly. Mm. Um, when you say like the relationships kind of stalling and stuttering, and no one, uh, it's kind of like reflected in the film's black and white. I know it might have been a yeah. budget a budget choice, but I think that it kind of shows that even that is colourless like their lives and nice, metal is yeah. metal is unfeeling and unemotional. Yeah. yeah. And you can see the like the metaphors in when he hides in the bathroom and she's like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I don't want you to like, I don't want you to see like what I'm becoming kind of thing. Yeah. That's the salaryman lifestyle. Like, worms its way further into him interesting mm-hmm. like he's got that big old robo drill cock drill though <laughs> <laughs> and, and i mean um salary men are um like st- stereotyped some in some places as like sexual harassers especially on public transport in japan yeah. there's a big problem of that yeah i was gonna say like japan's a really kind of fucked up history with like its relationship to sex yeah 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 in terms of like it being so taboo to the point where it's like well as you say like people just get sexually assaulted on the train and no one really does it like bats an eye kind of thing i don't Mm. like i know it used to be like that i don't think it is still as bad I think well, that, they have female-only carriages now. Oh, do they? Mm. Even now, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But Still. I was going to say the um, with the with sex in the film, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any moment where some characters are having sex where it's not off or weird. So, like you've mm. got they're having sex against a tree with a dying yeah. man watching them. They're having sex, and he's turning into like a metal bloke, <laughs> and he has a weird dream about. Um, getting raped by a pipe. <laughs> I so think. Like... I think there is a point where it seems not too bad, and I think well, he, that even then, well, that was before he started like metamorphosizing yeah. into the metal guy. But even then, it was like really intense, and they yeah. were like dripping with sweat when when he was having normal sex you couldn't really because he still he had the face thing but it's like on the other side of him and Mm -hmm. i think when he was having like normal sex that wasn't framed in like an unnerving way he was he was in control Mm -hmm. and i think he going back to my massive mega theory for this film I think that was kind of showing his loss of control or his 
like his feeling at the loss of control of his life mm-hmm. kind of thing and that this the salaryman lifestyle was taking over his life and was changing him so when he felt like he was in control more so like when he was on on top basically mm-hmm. that's when it was framed like not not oddly not off okay. but as soon as he was like as soon as he was on the bottom basically and he had didn't have as much control and was being dominated that's when they wanted to bring in like the metaphor of him being dominated by this lifestyle and this like mm. salaryman cult of work ideology kind of thing um, that's so interesting because i didn't know about any of that shit no. to do with like the economy and all that stuff and once you explain it it makes a lot of sense but having not having uh coming from a perspective of not knowing any of that i got a completely different story from the film okay um to me how like i don't know how much of like a thing global warming and climate change was in 89 Mm. Uh, don't people people make the joke that al gore invented it when was that (laughs) Uh, that was late nineties, wasn't it, or yeah. early two or two thousand? Damn. Well, I guess there was certainly like the accelerated industrialization of like the world at that point. Mm-hmm. I guess, but maybe this is a good example of how art can change meaning over time. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it was so like about how these metal and sort of mechanic corrupted beings were like corrupting like nature. Cause there's that scene where after he, I can't remember if it's after he kills her with his drill dick or not, but she's in the (laughs) like fucking sentence. (laughs) His wife or girlfriend or whatever is in the bathtub. And then suddenly she's got like flowers around her. Yeah. And to me, it's like, oh, she looks like Mother Nature, like representing like nature. Yeah. yeah. Got me, got me thinking that like, man, I'm not good at explaining my ideas. I've got like a demented Ophelia from her. A what? No. <laughs> Do you know Ophelia from Hamlet? No, I don't. Uh, no. You don't know Shakespeare, guys. I'm sorry, I studied nerd shit. So Ophelia, just wrap up quick, basically goes mad and returns to nature and drowns in a lake covered in flowers and stuff. And it's all about how she, in her madness, progresses to the natural world. And I don't know if that would... That doesn't really tie with this, but... Is is that where the cover-up for that Smiths album comes from? Uh, Maybe, actually. Yeah, it's a melee painting. Ah, Right. Makes me think of American Beauty, which I haven't seen, but I know the. Oh, you, you'd like that. Oh, it's a shame Kevin Spacey's in it, but. Yeah, that's before. the thing. I really wanted to watch it. I was like, oh, I need to see that film, and then that will happen. And I'm like, ah. I know it's such a good film, though. I wonder if anyone's like done a deep fake where they replace him with a different. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll no. have to do it again in the future no. if that actor's been outed. <laughs> it should be. Every time Fuck someone sake. gets outed, they deep fake their face over. Anyway, so. <laughs> Um, like, there was some bits which, like, the whole, um, 
Oh, hello. Sexual assault scene. It was like, I was looking at it through the lens of like global warming and it was like, um, there was definitely a change at which the woman stopped enjoying it because I think he hurt her or something. Yeah. And I wrote down here, what was it? Yeah, the whole scene to me like represented humanity like enjoying the the uh, positives of like industrialization, energy, fuels being burnt, and then like suddenly realizing that oh shit, wait, this isn't fun, this isn't nice. And then yeah. that whole scene where she's like, I promise, like he runs away into the bath or wherever he goes, and he, she's like, I promise I won't get like frightened. Yeah, and it's it's like like not realizing the true extent of the horror mm. that we're facing. Yeah. Uh, and then there was just, yeah, there was just other bits. Like, I guess, I don't know, maybe, have you heard of the Texas sharpshooter fallacy? No, what is that? It's the idea of, like, a cowboy in Texas unloading a bunch of rounds into the side of his barn like pretty randomly and then going up and like drawing a target around the biggest cluster of bullet holes to make mm. it look like he got the majority on target. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the idea. It. It's like finding links where there weren't links. Yeah. It's kind of the idea of a, behind like conspiracy theorists mm -hmm. accepting the information they want to find and linking them and then ignoring stuff which proves yeah, their links the theory. were done. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking, like, the car running someone, like, running the main character over was pretty literal for, like, fossil fuels. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, that's good. Yeah, I can't think of more now. I think in general, just the kind of... I just got, like, it was an obsession with... Not necessarily technologies, it's more machines, isn't it? But... Like, especially with the 80s, kind of capitalism and, like, uh, obsession with technology and it kind of comes through and it's, like, portrayed in a negative way and, like, it's almost like a disease and corrupting people. It's basically Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> in a lot of the themes. Yeah. Really. I found okay. it interesting how almost none of the sound was captured at the scene. Yeah. It was no diegetic sound. Yeah, Foley and overdubs and stuff. It added to it, I think, because it was... It, well, I had my head... I was watching it with my headphones on anyway. And it was really loud, but, like, mm. unsettlingly so. It's really abrupt at times. Yeah. Well. Oh, my God, that laughing woman on the screen, like, just randomly... What the fuck <laughs> was that about? Oh, I don't know. That was weird. That was really strange. Yeah. And the... You know, um, oh, you know so even for, like, the eating scenes they replaced all of the sound effects with, like, machinery. Yeah, I've got that. Oh, yeah, where she's licking the... Yeah, to me, that was like... Yeah, well, fuck, what was that? What it's does just... that mean? Um, I sort of, like... It's replaced with industrial, like... The industrial's replacing the organic and taking over yeah. and... Stuff like that. Did anyone yeah. like the saxophone, though? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? For those listening, there's a really sexy saxophone that randomly cuts in. <laughs> like twice oh, in the film oh my lord it was so jarring wasn't that, wasn't that I think that's what I 
meant when I wrote music after fight of them both together, same as when hit by car. Yeah, when he gets yeah. hit by car. It goes to like a close up of the light, and then it turns into this like really. <laughs> Sex music. music. Oh, it was so funny. I was quite. I, I actually laughed out loud. I think I completely missed that in the milieu of this film. Sad to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that was definitely a highlight for me. Okay, so the hobo guy with the um, the, with the pipe. <laughs> I. What read was you guys' take oh. on that? I um read the Wikipedia synopsis after, and I know Wikipedia is probably not the best source for all these things. But Wikipedia said um, that the man was a vision from the salary man's childhood um, where he was beaten by this vagrant with a piece of metal. And I was like, oh, oh. didn't get didn't get that. I thought <laughs> something like that. How like, because often like kinks or, or mental, um, I can't think of the word, not like illness is the wrong term, but like often stems from childhood trauma yeah maybe that was like oh by the way this is why <laughs> yeah like a, a scared of metal and what that represents like scared of industrialization becoming cold and unfeeling mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i thought maybe the um because the guy referred to him as boy as if he was maybe his dad mm. okay i thought maybe this is like the guy's poor upbringing and so it basically compounds the fact that in order to be able to afford to train to be an athlete, he would have had to sell himself to the salaryman lifestyle kind of thing. Okay. I'm tying it all back to the salaryman. Yeah, it's great. Oh, you, you do it. I think it makes more sense. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at my notes and thinking what I can say. Because <laughs> it's yeah, all just like bits. Uh, Why do the you ele- think... Electricity bit. Right. Where he goes up to the plugs and he's just like, oh, he's enjoying wah. it. Right? Yeah. Yes, I thought that was directly a link to the like party drugs and the stimulants that oh. so many that so many people of the time had because they people describe Japan, especially around the big cities like Tokyo, um, in that period eighty five to like ninety two as just one massive extended pie. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there. Sounds <laughs> great. And there's still a cult. Like I've heard from multiple people who have gone on business trips to Japan. Mm. Like during the work hours, they're like the most courteous, professional guys. And then you go out with these guys in suits, drinking, and they get fucked up. And it's I just quick- totally normal. I quickly looked at some figures, and some years they had the salarymen spending fifty-two percent. Of their salary on alcohol. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. About me. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense <laughs> as to why it's there. Man, <laughs> that sounds rough. Why do you think he chose the format that he did, like square, black and white? Because um, it wasn't, it looked, it made it look old, but I, it, it wasn't old enough. For that to be the norm, like it definitely looked older than than it was nineteen eighty nine. But that might have just come from the fact that it was really low budget underground kind of thing. Like you get That's, it, yeah. You get it recently with well, I say recently, twenty years ago ish, with um, twenty eight days later. Yeah, that film looks really old, but it's not. 
It was yeah. just low budget, that first one. I think he, the director filmed, uh, he did two films before this one, and I think he did them on 8mm, but I think this is, was his first on 12mm, I think. I don't know what... 16? It might be 16, I don't know. I can't remember what the number was. But yeah, I don't know why he changed it. Hmm. I don't really know what the difference is. <laughs> oh man, I need to look into my millimetres. Because I know, yeah. yeah, there's two sequels to the film. I don't think I can do it. There's sequels. <laughs> there's two, Sam. Two sequels. And um, the next one is uh, like widescreen in colour. Mm. Interesting. Just from the stills, it looks bad. What are they both but, called? Um, uh, it was like Tetsuo the Iron Body Hammer, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Body yeah. Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, That's my wrestling name. It's really, <laughs> we know. <laughs> but now it's weird. Though. This the first one came out in 1989, I think. Then the second one was 1992. Then that third really? one is 2009. Is it? I'm gonna yeah. have to watch them. I can't face it. I, that 1992 will be interesting because that will be possibly just as or just after the bubble crashed, the bubble um, popped in the Japanese economy. It might yeah. represent, yeah. Give it a watch, Sam. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say that the, the creepiest bit for me was um, the woman chasing him down the street with scratching her face. Scratching her arm for some reason that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, that was first. Oh, Oh, I got shivers thinking about it. Just the sound, like yeah, it was, it was vile. There's something really disturbing about someone like uncontrollably scratching themselves. Or yeah, like I wonder if it's it's like a really deep, like uh, evolutionary sort of fear when you see someone scratching themselves because it's like oh you've got a parasite. Yeah, to be fair. Maybe, yeah. Because yeah. there's like certain things which we naturally find scary. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's like that kind of level. It might just be unnerving because like self-harm is not something that comes naturally to humans, mm-hmm. I think. And so when you see someone just doing it right there, it's just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And chasing yeah. them down the road. I don't know, for me it was specifically about the scratching and the sound. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking of Hereditary a little bit, with the wire. Yeah. 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 Spoilers for Hereditary then. There is wire. It, it, it is the spoiler zone, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great film. Uh, what else did I write? I'm, looking, I'm just looking at my notes. So him running down the street, you know, like the really fast editing where I kind of zoom in down the street on rocket feet. Yeah, the rocket thing. Goofy as fuck, I thought. That's obviously a nod to the runners at the start and him wanting to be a runner. (laughs) But I didn't really get much more from that than that. (laughs) I don't know if I'm missing something or if it's just funny. I thought I I kind of lost myself a little bit in those transition. They felt (laughs) like transition scenes, really. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get from one place to another sort of thing. They need to get from the, the house to the factory. Mm. There was it was quite a gory film as well. Obviously, like fucking hell, was it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, even from the start, like when he stabs his leg and puts the rod in there, and there's maggots and just everything. immediately because they go straight into it as well. It's literally from that intro sequence, just immediately into blah. Yeah, the leg the, scene, like when he put it in, I was like, 
That's oh. when I stopped it and was like, okay, yeah, we need to do this for the podcast. <laughs> you stopped it. there. Oh my god. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I like thought I knew what I was getting into just from that scene. <clears throat> oh no, you didn't. Huh? <laughs> None of you us did. <laughs> Thanks for picking it though. It was a a, a very good ride. He, I like some of the quotes at, towards the end where like one of them says to the other, We'll rust the world into the dust of the universe. Mm. Thing. Oh yeah, we should say like the end is basically these two people who have been fighting each other uh, kind of coalesce into this one metal monster and basically go through the streets of Japan saying like we're going to fuck everyone up and turn it's... them into metal. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because one of them showed the other one a a it's vision a metal... of the new yeah. metal world, like a mm. dystopian like... metal world completely overcome with well all of the ideology that they represented it looked like an episode of Doctor Who from the 16th yeah it was interesting I think it's people in like their plastic cocoons and like they break out and rage out against it and then they'd just be killed and turned (laughs) metal anyway bleak but it's the thing it's like the world that we live in is not it's luckily it isn't the same, but it isn't too dissimilar in that it's yeah. dominated by yeah nature as being dug up all the time in forests for buildings and infrastructure and yeah it had a very matrix feel to it I think yeah. that flashback that flash forward into the future especially with like the cocoons and people raging out against it and breaking out and then kind of being treated as an enemy of Did you that say world. they were raging against the machine. Hey. Don't play a song. <laughs> <laughs> also, the best quote for me in the whole film: "You want a taste of my sewage pipe." Uh, how did I know? How did I know when I heard that? That that was the only quote I wrote down. I uh, mate, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is gross." Did you guys know that the um, the woman in it, the wife? Uh, was the cinematographer uh, oh. along with the fetishist guy who was the director. They both this, did the camera work. This was just like mm. a super low budget, like underground indie film. So I'm, I'm not too surprised that they all had hands in other stuff in the film. Yeah. Uh, apparently, though, the filming was not a pleasurable experience at all for any of them because uh, they spent 18 months in the woman's apartment filming it. And oh, they, know. yeah, they did not get on by the end of it. I don't think. <laughs> oh Jesus! Christ. I know. I think he said that he was happy to throw away the film. He said like he wanted to throw away the reel of film because it was so unpleasurable. He hated it. He just wanted to throw it away. But Jesus! Luckily, luckily or unluckily, he didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have this. Yes, I did what? fucking love the film, though. That's the that's the thing. I think for a low budget, I was really impressed with it for what it achieved, like with effects and things. I don't know if I'd watch it again. No, but I enjoyed. I had a good time with it. I was I was surprised each scene, so that it, it was definitely I, unique. I loved it, but I certainly don't feel the need to watch it again anytime soon. No. It was only an hour. I don't think I'd be be too yeah, it against hour, it. Yeah. I'd mm. watch it to show someone else. Yeah, yeah, but not for I... pleasure. <laughs> no. no. 
And I do, I do like the much, shot right much, at the end. Much like being a salaryman, you don't, you don't hey. work for the pleasure. You don't do it for the pleasure. You do it for the doing it, the cult exactly. of work kind of thing. Yeah, but um, the when at the end when they literally and figuratively just accelerate off into the future as that <laughs> final shot, I thought that was telling as well. Yeah, well, they sort of took on two different personas, didn't they? Like one was the anger with the fucking AK shooting into yeah. the sky, and the other was the, the kind of like sedentary vegetable. Just a guy, yeah, just drooling. Jeez, mm-hmm. I don't. I couldn't really think about what that might. Maybe that's just like it. stupid, like angry people will lead us into us thickos into a stupid world. Like, I don't know. Well, I think it's not articulate at all. I think that it's the two sides of the salary man, isn't it? I was going to say so, it's like the hyper party and then the like robot. The guy on top. Guy who's like the angry and we must drive forwards, we must like push this all forwards kind of thing. He was the business side of the salary man. And then the one below was like the human under that suffering. The well, the one who was partying while he wasn't at work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I kinda of thought the other way around, yeah. Cause he he'd be partying and kind of like Matt just ingratiated in the bread and circuses of the world that would just keep him keep him satiated with his life do you think he was like I can't think of another word a way to describe it now apart from sewage pipe because he had like (laughs) white liquids coming out of his mouth was that like the drain and waste from the creature and there was a tube as well I think he said that he he felt like he'd never felt so good and he the whole film he'd been resisting his transformation hadn't he didn't want to become metal but in the end he kind of had to accept it and was happy to mm. strange I did write two other quotes down I forgot to say um, your future is metal yeah. and there yeah. was a sign which said new world did you see that at the end yeah yeah that, that was in you saw that as as the guy was getting out of like the bath as well the, the bath I think yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a parallel to draw between him turning into the machine in the bathtub mm. and the guy in the machine at the beginning was in like a little puddle of water. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Made like I guess further sort of linking two together. Mm. And it's like you develop in you know the amniotic fluid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that the guy got out of the the um, athlete guy got out and had what looks like an Olympic torch as well. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, well spotted, yeah. Sam. Further representing his dreams. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, they're kind of, it's the runner as a occupation or um, I don't know if it's not really occupation is not the right word, but as an outlet, it's kind of, you don't need any kind of metal for it or any kind of it's like Technology. the most, it's yeah, it's organic, the most like, natural, organic yeah. sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that's what I the thought point. led me to thinking that putting that rod into his leg at the beginning was kind of like a sacrifice. Yeah, mm. interesting. Certainly so. a self sabotage. Mm. Yeah, because he, he don't really know why he did it. 
And as soon as he'd done it, he looked at his leg and ran out into the street and got hit over because he saw maggots. And to be fair, I think I would... Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, I would do the same. I would do the same. Am I right in thinking that the guy that we think might be his dad now hit him with a pipe? Mm -hmm. It was. It was the same kind of pipe he put in his leg. It did look the same, didn't it? Like, he's called the fetishist in British subtitles, so it's almost like Mm. metal to him sexually arouses him, I guess. Well, is that why you put it in his leg? I don't, I, I don't know. It could be how it's like, like with um, abuse, it like becomes part of the person. It like stays with them through life. Oh, and that's why. Yeah, that's really good, actually, Joe. And that's why he's got the same pipe that his dad hit him with. Yeah, that's kind of what I took it for. It like became part of his being. Yeah, I like that. Because I never, I never really figured that the fetishist was a sexual thing. It no, I didn't get. I, never I really guess you can that way. It doesn't well, always have it, to be. Yeah, right. IRL even. Mm. I think when Did I think of fetish, I just think. Yeah. <laughs> I work in the games industry. It's common lingo. Acronyms for days. <laughs> common lingo, dingo. But uh, the um. Do you guys know, this is a bit random, but Charlie Chaplin, have you watched any of his films? Yes. Just yeah, I love him. Do you know Modern Times where he's like weaving through loads of cogs and gears? Like he's being like fed through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, I got kind of, I think that's about industry uh, yeah. taking over as well. I'm not 100% sure, but it, it just to see like man and machine together and they don't marry do they um and that's what this film was doing i think as well the same sorry i don't don't know what my point was that was just like charlie chaplin to be honest reminds me of one of the greats metropolis to be fair yeah i need to watch that still because that's but it's quite long in there sam uh it's not that long i don't think i still have the dvd you gave me oh yeah you got it on DVD? Yeah, he, yeah. He, it was from like the Times or something, wasn't it? And you get it in like a newspaper? I, I got it, yeah, years ago. I don't know. I just kept it with me for ages, then eventually watched it, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And oh, I need to give it a go. Isn't C-3PO based on um, the robot in it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, legit, I yeah. think. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a go now. <laughs> One thing I took away from it is like from Tetsuo yeah I haven't yep. seen Metropolis yet need to watch it um, people dismiss art so quickly that it appears just to be obscene does yeah, that make sense right. yeah. yeah people and kind like, of like brush it off as something just trying to get shock value try, yeah trying to offend but like actually like it does do that, but there's such richness behind it. Okay, yeah, like we, we've been able to talk for, what, nearly an hour now about it, so... Yeah. It's definitely got merit. Oh, I had another point. Oh, by the way, Tetsuo, I don't know if this was obvious to anyone else, I didn't clock this, but I had to Google it afterwards, but it, me- it translates Japanese to Iron Man. Oh, okay. oh, fuck's sake, of course it does. <laughs> so, that, yeah... 
That's why it's called that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all my notes, guys. I don't think I've got anything Ooh, else. Yeah, I think... What did you think about like the weird makeup they were wearing by the end? It was quite gothic, wasn't it? Was it? It was more like glam rock to me. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of the blob at the end when he had the gun. And it was quite... Oh, um, that was super gothic. But like before yeah, that... that was... No, I like... Back, I when, they were, back when they were the, all Robert Smith. This is mm. the thing. It's like punk and like was... I wasn't punk was a thing at the time. But I was just thinking of like a punky look. And the genre is mm. cyberpunk. True, yeah. And Because... The other guy didn't have it, but then by the end he did have the eye makeup. Yeah. I think it was a big thing in the 80s makeup, wasn't it? And just flamboyance. Mm-hmm. And maybe... Could... Sorry, go on, Sam. Could just be a representation of whether they've, like, they're now an agent of the system or not. Mm. Mm. And again, makeup is artificial and not organic. Yeah. Like, so it makes them look less human. I'm finding so. more and more links from between this and the Matrix. To be honest, now that I, I think oh, about it, I love the Matrix so much. I, I, I still don't it know. Recently, it's still good, but what I rewatched the second one too, and it was dreadful. Still shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched the second it. one when I was like eight, and I am obsessed. I love the second one. The first one's <laughs> best. Why did they release like, the? We will save humanity, but tonight. We party! (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. But why why did they release the second and the third Matrix film in the same year? Did they? It was just one year apart, wasn't it? I don't know why they've done it. It's definitely... You can tell because the third one, the quality of it, it just feels rushed to me. I don't even know if I've seen the third one. Yeah, did bother. The first one's back. I liked the third one more than the second one because it doesn't didn't bore me to tears. I love the um, the twins with the dreads though. Yeah, but the se- oh, yeah the second one does have vampire faces and they go all green. <laughs> what is that? I know. The so second second one has the architect as well, which is good. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. I also liked how the music in Tetsuo oh. was like industrial. The music 80s. was so sick. It was like eighties industrial, like yeah. And it married. I saw that. Um, I think Portishead used like footage from the film in one of the music videos. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I fucking loved that. the music. Yeah. No, I was dancing on my own. Like, oh, super, <laughs> super hardcore. Because I love like industrial metal and like industrial EDM kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of this guy called Author and Punisher, mm. who's this. He was an engineer. And then, like, quit to become a musician, and he makes his own instruments out of like industrialized metal. Okay. And it's all like really obscenely heavy, like, well, it sounds like the music in the film. And it really reminded me of that. It's cool. Oh, I love all that. <laughs> cool. Fair play. Yeah. Right. Any final thoughts before we wrap this shit up? I think I've covered everything. It was. Last- it was- it was like nails down a chalkboard, but it was beautiful. Mm. Mm. I I definitely had a good time with it, and I would recommend it to people. I just don't know if I'd watch it again anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I think the same. Are we doing a rating system and you're picking what the... 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what's the scale first? Yeah. Hmm. Scale, scale, scale. Shit. Um, we've done Chuckle Brothers. Done three golden eggs. <laughs> so the golden eggs related to the film, like <laughs> Chuckle yeah. Brothers and Hellraiser. Like what the fuck? I'm gonna do Chuckle Brothers each time. Oh, Jesus. So. <laughs> I'm going to do I don't know I need to think about it let's do uh, just do out of five out of five what stars <laughs> five mechanical screaming stars maybe five cool. drill does okay five drill does <laughs> bing graphic on screen um, <laughs> um out of five I'd probably give it a Mm. I, I'm going to say a four, and that's me being yeah. Just I say three point nine. I'm being generous because I think for a low budget, I would can not. You be hear able my? To... Can you hear my fucking dog barking? Is yeah, that... I was just being polite. And... <laughs> I can't hear her at all. Oh, she's lovely. Um, Good. but I, I think is. that with with a low budget film, I couldn't achieve what they did. So I have to give them plaudits for that because for a low budget film those graphics the body horror and oh, all that yeah. shit it was good so yeah it did really well for what it was so I'll give it a four yeah four solid four from me as well like beautiful film I think it really got across well it's a a lot of things with horror films is that they're not horrific a lot mm-hmm. of the time and I think this really, really hit the nail on the head of like, to the point of making it quite a horror, a, quite a difficult film to watch at times. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a pleasant mm. experience. No. <laughs> no, and I think that's what more horror films should be brave enough to do. Yeah, it made actually just sitting on the couch watching it unpleasant. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't scary at any point. Um. But it was just deeply... It was an assault on the senses. Like, yes. in every way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it definitely had a... had a point as well. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, yeah. It had that's a reason what to be justifies the way it, was. it. Yeah. yeah. What would have made it a five? What would have made it a five? Oh. Um, Two drill dives? <laughs> perhaps <laughs> if... Perhaps if it was... Feel, like I said about how I didn't like the choppiness of some of the shots. I thought that they were kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. And they kind of took away from it a little bit. But also, I think some of the lighting was off. I think it's just because of the age and the budget. Yeah. But some of the lighting was off, and it was really hard to make things out sometimes. I always just thought that that was kind of intentional. Like, there was that fucking shot where... I can't remember if he was on a phone... But, like, he was in the centre, and the camera was, like, going to either side of him. Yeah. yeah. I thought someone was going to come through the window on the left. <laughs> but it didn't happen. But, there yeah. was, like, the blood splatters on the left, and I can't remember what was on the right. That was really creepy, because the guy calling him was the one that he thought he'd killed, right? Oh, I don't even know at this point. And I, <laughs> the entire film feels like a fever dream, and I loved it. Yeah. Oh, man. I know what you mean. Joe, what's your, what's your score? I think a four as well, but I don't know. Don't really know why. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Like, you just feel it. Yeah, it's pretty hard to rate 
because it's not like anything I've seen before, so it's you can't really compare it to anything. No. Yeah. I think it's undeniably itself. And it was really atmospheric, especially because it was like so quiet. Like there wasn't not there was always noise going on, but there was no the dialogue was really minimal. And mm. it was normally just like breathing noises and people like panicking. Ninety percent of the film was ragged breath. Just yeah. <laughs> You get that on anime. No, yeah, they're really yeah. big on their breasts. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Speaking of anime, what are we doing next week, Sam? Uh, I haven't chosen yet. Oh, right. However, <laughs> I have. We should um, introduce a rule where you have to decide at the end of each episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can we do it from the end of next episode? Is that that being the rule? <laughs> Oh yeah, why not? Okay, awesome. Because I'm thinking about doing Metropolis for it. Oh please, I need a reason to watch it. However, I do kind of want to go over, uh, for something light because I thought Hellraiser was being going to be pretty heavy, and then you guys came out with the fucking these I small know. indie horror films that just make my soul shrivel. Uh, sorry. <laughs> So I might just go for something really light. We'll we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do bridesmaids for my next one. I think. No, I'm joking. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, I watched that the other day. Sick film. It's funny. Anyway, okay. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening, guys. If you like it, please give us a like and a subscribe on the YouTube. And if you're listening on a podcast application of your choice, please give us a rating of four at least. Um, <laughs> four yeah. drill dose. Four <laughs> drill dose, if not 3.9. Um, check us out on social media because we're doing all that shit. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to us ramble and we'll catch you next time. See you soon. Bye 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 bye.